What's up, Gen Nation? Scythex here with another video. This video is going to start a bi-weekly podcast of my thoughts on all things gaming and entertainment. These will include updates, news, reviews, maybe even some reactions. Basically, if there's something I feel like I need to talk about or cover, I'm going to try to squeeze it into this podcast. Now, it's mainly going to focus on gaming, um, but we will be diving into entertainment because uh, there'll be times where I'll see something, whether it's a show, a trailer, a movie, and uh, I just want to talk about it. I want to share my theories, my thoughts, and... Um, I think this will be uh, a good platform to do that. It's not, I'm not going to be going too crazy in detail, in depth, unless it's something that I truly want to, you know, dive into. Um, that stuff will be saved for the theater room with uh, Spartacris. Whether I'm on there or the other members of GGen, or it's just Chris, um, the theater room is where. Everything in the entertainment world will basically be dissected, theorized, uh, broken down, you know, all that fun stuff. It'll all be done there. But um, again, I'm not going to be there often, not every day not or every week. So uh, this podcast will kind of give me the, you know, the breathing room to, to get some things off my chest of, uh, stuff I've seen and want to react to and things like that. But, um, before we get started, I just want to say, uh, generational gaming is on multiple platforms and social media outlets. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. These will all be in our description, so if you're not following us, please click the links, give us a follow, like this video, subscribe to our YouTube, and drop a comment. Let us know what you think of the show, what you think of the topics we're talking about, what you want to be brought up next time, and we'll try and squeeze it all in there. 
I'm gonna try my best not to drag the video out. I'm hoping we can stay relatively in the hour, hour and a half range. So I'll do my best because there's a lot to talk about. The first topic is the title of the podcast. It's not set in stone. I think we're gonna go GGen Multiversal Podcast. The meaning behind the name is we're not just one universe. We're not just gaming. We're gaming, entertainment, comic books. I'll even maybe throw in some sports stuff here and there. It's uh, something I, I want to talk about. Something big like March Madness, Super Bowl, the New York Jets sucking, the New York Rangers winning the Stanley Cup, you know, things like that. That'll be very rare, trust me. But the point is, the, there's different universes, quote unquote, that we can dive into in this podcast. And uh, I feel it, I felt it was a fitting name. But again, it's not set in stone. We'll figure it out as we go. With that being said, let's um. Let's dive in there. Oh, well, real quick. Shout out to Matt Churn for uh, allowing us to use his beats. That's the sound. That's the background music you're hearing in the background. So GG to Matt. And uh, we also have merch available. So feel free to grab a hoodie, shirt, mug, phone case, shorts, whatever, whatever you feel like. And, uh, if you're feeling generous, we do have a donation link. So, um, you know, you're obviously you're not obligated, but if you feel like supporting the channel, we have the means to do so. And, uh, we appreciate that from all of us. All right. So let's get into, uh, get into gaming now today today yesterday today is a major major day um i don't even know where to begin of how i'm feeling but aloy is back Aloy is back. Um, Horizon Forbidden West is finally here. I'm so excited to play this game. I've been waiting for this game since Zero Dawn finished. Like, years ago. I've been dying for this game. So the fact that it's here already, you know, not already because we've been waiting forever, but the fact that it's here as uh, I want to say the first major exclusive release for the PlayStation 5. I mean, we did have Miles and it's nothing to take away from Miles, but Miles was a shortened campaign compared to OG Spider-Man. Forbidden West is a full-blown sequel. So I'm anticipating this to be a long game. I, I haven't checked on how many hours it takes to beat 
Um, I usually do that, you know, at some point just to kind of see, gauge how much time I've put into how much time I may have left. Um, and it'll, you know, game, game hours will always depend on your game style, your gameplay style. So whether you're just a main story mission, you know, power through everything, get to the end, or you like to venture, hit side missions, explore. Um, I'm kind of in between some games, depending on how I'm feeling about it, I'll charge to the end just so I can, you know, complete it, you know, get to the next cutscene, get to the end, get to the finale, beat the boss, call it a day where games like horizon, um, God of war, stuff like that. I don't want to explore the world we're in. I want to hit some side missions. I kind of want to see what's out there. Um, <clears throat> so yeah tonight I'll be diving into that 100% I cannot wait um, maybe even a little bit this afternoon after uh, after the podcast even but um, yeah um, right now it's Forbidden West is sitting at an 88 on Metacritic I don't know what the hell these critics uh I, I can't imagine it's only an 88. Now there's still um, reviews pending, so it could bump up into the 90s. But for Metacritic to score this game the same as Deathloop, and you know, I just it's a different game. It's a larger game, in my opinion. Um, larger scale, I would say, a bigger fan base. I would think this would score higher, but you know, critics as usual, um, get, a, get a lot wrong compared to, uh, users, user reviews. And that's kind of where it all matters. And the user reviews aren't really out yet. So we'll kind of, um, avoid that. But I did learn a couple things to, uh, turn off in the settings before you even get started. And, uh, one of them, and this is this is blanket across any game you're ever going to play. Turn off motion blur. I do not know why motion blur is in gaming. I, I just don't get it. It's the first thing I turn off immediately. It does not need to be on. It ruins the experience. The game does not look good with it on. And uh, from what I'm seeing is just turn it off because it's just awful. So. Turn off motion blur. The next one, I, I, I don't even know why this is even in the game, but apparently there's a tinnitus mode. Apparently your ears just get bombarded with horrible sounds in the game. And uh, if you do not want that experience, which I don't know why anyone would, you can turn off tinnitus sound or mode or whatever it's called. So just a couple tips, motion blur, tinnitus mode. There's a couple other settings that you can change around, make custom. Um, but I think it changes on uh, trophies and certain things that you can maybe achieve. I, I don't really know. So I would just stick to those two and then you can adjust as you see fit. But, um. Yeah, we'll be diving into this soon. I can't wait for this game. 
Zero Horizon Zero Dawn made like 19 million dollars. I would say nine. They sold over 19 million copies. So I'm. I was hearing that a lot of <clears throat> a lot of places worldwide were selling out their pre-orders. So the sales for this game this is going to be through the roof, and uh, I can't wait to dive in. So let's move on to the next game, um, Cyberpunk 2077. <clears throat> You're probably thinking, why am I? even bothering talking about cyberpunk 2077 first of all i've never played it second of all it's been downloaded on my computer for uh, uh, when did this game come out Ooh, a year now almost maybe whenever this thing came out is when i downloaded it i haven't played it yet and it's not because of everything going on with the game. I, there's just been too much for um, too many games for me to play in the, you know, in between. So I will be tackling this game soon. And it's, uh, it, it, they, they really CD project red really, really screwed up. They, they really, screwed up there was so much hype for this game and uh there's just apparently everything has gone bad with it you know old gen consoles can't even play it you know new gen consoles can't play it pcs bugs it's it was out of control so they finally released the next gen update it's supposed to correct first of all um, enhance you know your graphics and everything else on next gen but with that comes uh, a patch update on all platforms that you know is supposed to fix all the bugs and everything that's been going on which is great I haven't heard anything different that it's not working you know it seems to be um, I don't want to say bug free, obviously, but it seems to be a lot better than it's been. So that's promising. However, whatever the patch did completely broke PS4 um, disc version. It keeps telling you the game is corrupted. Um, it won't launch the game at all. It wants you to delete the game, uninstall, reinstall. And it'll just keep looping and looping. Now, CD Projekt Red is um, aware of the issue. However, they don't know how to fix the issue at this time. Um, they're looking into it. So if you were excited for the updates, if you were excited to jump back into uh, Cyberpunk 2077, If you're on the disc version of the PS4, you're gonna have to wait a little longer. So everyone else enjoy um, PS4, hang tight. You'll get there eventually. Now the next topic, I'm just gonna, 
I'm just gonna oop um watchdogs. Ubisoft is one of my favorite developers. They've made a ton of games that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, you know, all the Tom Clancy games, you know, minus Rainbow Six Siege and ex Extraction or whatever that's called. Extinction or whatever. Um, I've loved all the Division games, all the Watchdog games, Assassin Creed's, you know, Splinter Cell, Tom, you know, Rainbow Six Vegas, Vegas 2, Rogues, like everything Ubisoft, for the most part, puts out, I've been a fan of. And um, lately they've been getting in some trouble having incomplete games. Um, you know underdeveloped incomplete buggy um you know launch clunky mechanics you know stuff like that uh, people have been really going at them and uh ubisoft is starting to toy with the idea of selling selling uh the company to either, you know, Microsoft or Sony or whoever's, you know, going to offer the most money, I guess, which in business obviously is smart. Um, I would say Ubisoft is probably one of the largest game developers that's out. They have quite a few developers under them. And, um, you know, because the thing with Activision, you know, Blizzard's making the game, Activision's publishing the game, EA, you know, they have, you know, developers building their games, EA's publishing, Ubisoft, they're not, I don't think they're publishing their own games, they're just developing, they're just a major developer, and uh, they, they produce a lot of, you know, quality games, and I would love it if Sony, and it's not because of console war or whatever. Um, I think Sony could truly help them because I feel like adding Ubisoft and all their, you know, developers like Massive, Red Storm, um, you know, things of that nature, uh, developers like that, adding them under the Sony umbrella is only going to enhance what they're already doing and help them create new IPs, uh, you know, and new ideas and stabilize maybe their servers or, you know, just help them all around. Not to say Microsoft wouldn't, but I, I just feel like it would be more of a perfect fit for Sony. And I'm not saying make everything exclusive either. Ubisoft games are, I would say for the most part, are always multi-plat because they're a third party um, developer. 
and I would, you know, a game like Watch Dogs. I think Watch Dogs started as an exclusive and then went multi-plat after that. And it, I think it should stay multi-plat. Um, as far as like, you know, Rainbow Six and stuff like that. Again, multi-plat division. It's an open world. You know, open world MMO, basically. That should be multi-plat, so. It's not really an exclusivity thing I'm looking for. I'm looking for just the money and the backing of Sony. And, you know, adding these developers into the mix. And I think it would just be good all around. Now... What's coming if you have even time to play other games after Horizon dropped? What's coming is we have The Witch Queen. February 22nd, Destiny 2 is releasing The Witch Queen. Now, this is one of the stories that I've truly been looking forward to since pretty much the Taken King ended. Who's Oryx's sister? How much more powerful is she? When is she going to come get revenge? Spoiler alert, you kill her brother in Destiny 1. Now... I'm curious how this is all going to play out. There's like, you're like a space detective in this campaign or something. Like you're running through creepy corridors, just like how the Taken King was, but apparently it's even more creepy. Um, you got to like use your head to get through puzzles and stuff like that. I, I can't wait to see what this has in store. The fact that it's coming out Tuesday and I haven't even started Horizon yet, it... Destiny is a type of game where you need to constantly play to level up your character to keep up with what's going on because the game is constantly evolving and changing. And if you're trying to do all the end game content, you need to be, you know, the highest power possible. So the raid, you know, trials, which is competitive PvP on the weekends, um, you really, you really need to stay on top of your game. So, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to try to squeeze in time for that. Squeeze in time for Aloy. I still got to finish Guardians of the Galaxy, which is fantastic. Um, I'm playing a lot of GTA RP on NoPixel. Um, there's, there's a lot going on. And... Uh, I gotta see how I'm gonna squeeze all of this in. But um, with that being said, uh, we have Elden Ring also dropping, um, I wanna say the 24th, maybe even the 27th. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, it's another major title dropping. That is a multi plat drop as well. 
And then this one is curious. This one is intriguing me a lot. And uh, I'm going to have to get it for PC. But Martha is dead. Something about it is making me want to try this game. And it's probably the same reason why we've all wanted to try Grand Theft Auto. When a country is banning a game. It's more intriguing to the players. Like how bad is this game that a country is banning it? I need to play this game to see what's so bad. You know, Martha is dead is being censored. And now this is where I disagree with uh, Sony on their thinking. Martha is dead is being censored because there's partial nudity. Um, and I think something else going on. Maybe it's too gory or something. I don't something is happening in the game other than the nudity that's being censored for uh, PlayStation only if you get the game on PC and uh, possibly Xbox if it's available for Xbox I'm not 100% sure um, it's uh, it's um, you know unfiltered it's uncensored and you get to play the game as it's meant to be played where PlayStation you know it's edited, it's chopped up. So, censored. We'll see. But I'm more intrigued with Martha is Dead now because I can't. Uh, because uh, it's, you know, Sony's blocking it. <laughs> I'll definitely be getting it for the PC, that's for sure. That is for sure. Now, we're going to get into the entertainment portion. And uh, the Doctor Strange trailer we talked a lot about in um, the theater room. So I'm not going to go too crazy or crazy at all. <laughs> I do want to mention, though, um, this movie I don't want to say it's it's an Avengers movie, because obviously it's not. But this movie is like... You know how like the Avengers movies kind of wrap up a phase? Or, you know, kick off a new phase or whatever? I kind of feel like... Doctor Strange, we've been building up to this movie... For quite some time, you know, with starting with uh, Wanda, um, Loki, you know, not so much with you know Falcon Winter Soldier. There were more ground level, you know, grounded ground level type shit. But on the grand scale, Wanda, you know, plants the seed. You had Loki, which you know blows the doors open about the multiverse and tries to explain it to you so you're prepared down the road for the craziness that's going to happen you had spider-man which just successfully brought in two different spider-man actors from different trilogies or you know um, different time periods 
and really, you know, gave us a great movie showing more, showing more uh, about the multiverse, about different universes coming together, colliding, splintering. This movie we've been building up to, they've been planting seeds and showing us the way about the multiverse since the phase started. Now, again, this is not an Avengers. It's not going to close a phase. It, this is just another piece to the grand, you know, the bigger puzzle. But in my opinion, this is the closure. Um, not really. Well, let me not say the closure. This is where everything that we've been fearing, quote unquote, about the multiverse, everything we've been learning about the multiverse, everything we've been hinted at about the multiverse is coming crashing down on us in this movie. All hell breaks loose. Doctor Strange is all over multiple realms, realities, universes, trying to fix whatever the hell's going on. And uh, I truly believe this is kind of like gonna wrap that story up in a sense. And then um, Ant-Man is gonna, you know, the final nail in the coffin. Ant-Man will just close the door and then boom. We're on to another phase. Because everything is, all this is leading up to Kang. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I, I truly believe, truly believe that we've been building to this moment and it's finally here. It's coming out in May. And, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this movie. It's going to be bonkers. We're going to have crazy cameos, you know, returning characters. It's just going to be out of control. But um, if you missed us breaking down this trailer, the throwing out our crazy theories, check out last week's uh, theater room. It'll, it's in the, it'll be in the YouTube channel. It's a, also um, a VOD on Twitch. So if you want to watch it there, you can. But um, we really we really break this trailer down. So go check that out. Moving on, uh, I just finished Ozark, part one of season four. It was a seven episode run. Every episode was me was just getting crazier and crazier the show i'm so sad the show's ending i know we probably have like another seven episode run coming with part two but i'm just so sad that we're reaching the end because uh jason bateman probably one of my favorite actors he absolutely crushes the role in ozark and uh, I can't wait to see where where the story is going to end. 
I'm not going to give you spoilers because I know it's still kind of fresh. It just dropped, you know, a couple weeks ago. But, um, if you haven't started season four, I highly suggest you either catch up and do so or just dive into it. Um, it was awesome, man. I had a buddy saying uh, the finale of part one was underwhelming. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. It was insane. It was intense. I'm glad that what I saw happened. Um, and I'm even more eager to see where we're going and how this story ends. So Ozark part one. I would say so far was our part one is a 8.5 maybe a nine but I'll stick it at an 8.5 out of 10 like it's it's up there it's a great great season and uh I would like to dive more into season one um, well part one of season four later on um, but I'll give you guys some time to check it out it's only been out for like a week or two so uh because it's a netflix show everyone's gonna binge watch it and you need quite a lot of time to be able to do so so we'll uh we'll wait on that but part one was fantastic highly recommend check out if you haven't watched ozark at all definitely catch up it's a great ride um <clears throat> So lately, and I didn't, all right, let me, hold on. Here's Shredder's Revenge. I'll just, uh, I'll just loop this for you. I'm super, I'm so excited. Now we're getting back into gaming real quick, but I'll, I'll explain why. I'm so excited for this game more now than I have already been, but the reason why I'm so excited for this game even more is because I, I recently just watched, I rewatched um, TMNT1 and 2 Secret of the Use. I watched uh, Turtles 1, I want to say a few nights ago, and I actually watched Secret of the Use last night. <clears throat> It just amplified my excitement for this new game coming out because this new game was is old school. It's old school. They're not making a new game with, you know, anything crazy. It's um Come on. Let me click it. <clears throat> like look at it this is old school ninja turtles arcade style and i cannot wait watching turtles one and two secret of the ooze um seeing the old school costumes the old school um 
old school shredder old school foot clan like all those costumes uh the old style of the movie hell it's an 80s movie um the pizza's cheesier somehow uh it, it was just the comedy was there it was like those two movies were just so good like one was more serious two they were having fun you know what i mean like they were their teenage comedic selves and uh i know there's a new movie coming and it's going to be animated i'm sure it's going to be great because uh the other animated movie they did that came out on blu-ray was uh incredible it was one of the, it's one of the best turtles movies out is that animation uh animated movie but the new one that seth rogan is making is also going to be animated and like i said it's probably going to be good but i want another live action in the style of the old movies if they can make a game in the old style like we're seeing here that you know everybody wants if they can make that they can also make a movie with the old costumes if they need to fancy it up with cgi or whatever but they can go old school with the movie and i would love to get another live action with the old older costumes um older comedy like the newer ones that michael bay did like the movies themselves were good i hated the way they looked i was not a big fan they were, they were like they looked more samurai than ninja you know what i mean like they look like goombas from the mario movie the super mario brothers movie from like back in the day the 90s They were Goombas. They looked nothing like what we're seeing in the game. Like that Leonardo picture. Here's Michelangelo. I'll pause it. They looked nothing like that. They were Goombas. They looked... You know how they looked. They're small heads, big shells, like... Like... And like Goomba heads you know what I mean like it was just it was strange I didn't understand the costume but it didn't take away from the movie the movie was good you know Michael Bay does good action movies but I want old style give me the old style and I can't wait for this game uh, to be able to play four players online is gonna be so much fun just everything about this game I'm excited for. And uh, I'm so happy that we're getting a new animated movie. I know I'm kind of like closet dogging on it because it's not live action. I just really want a live action. That's all. Doesn't mean I don't want animated. Animated is going to be fantastic. The game is going to be fantastic. Just uh, give me another live action with the old style. And I'll be happy. More turtles is better. As long as it looks legit. The Nickelodeon Turtles with the weird heads, you know, almost anime looking 
um it, it just it's not the same i don't like it too kitty too weird you know cartoony kind of i just don't like it keep everything the same look how perfect they look in that picture like that's all that's those are the ninja turtles you don't need to change it drastically give us that whether it's animated live action video game give us this look and we're good moving on uncharted uncharted is getting blasted by critics they have a score of 47 on metacritic they have a 39% rotten on a uh, rotten tomatoes they are getting destroyed and f quite frankly i'm not surprised i've said from the jump tom holland is not nathan drake too young he's too young he looks too young it would make more sense if mark Wahlberg was nathan drake not that i'm he should be nathan drake it would make more sense if he was the person who wanted the role who committed to a fan film of the character just so he can play the character because he loves the role that much he loves the character that much was nathan fillion and he honestly would have fit perfect he showed you in the fan film the fan film that he was perfect for the role in my opinion he would have been the perfect casting choice not tom holland I, I tom you know tom holland's the hot new toy for hollywood you know like everybody loves him because he, uh, he's a good actor he is he's great as spider-man we all agree with that he's just we don't need him in everything we don't need him in every movie and Hollywood always does that. As soon as some hot, you know, actor comes along, hot in popularity, I would, you know, like, it, let's put him in every friggin' movie possible. And it doesn't always work, you know? But I feel like this is probably that with Tom Holland. He's not Nathan Drake. But here's, here's the good news. Um... Apparently the audience is giving it an 89, which is a, a completely drastic change. Now, usually user scores are higher than critics because critics are always, you know, bashing one thing or another. But to go from a 39 to an 89, that's, that's drastic. So... Maybe the audience is enjoying, you know, enjoying the movie more than uh, the critics. But um, I still don't see Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. And uh, I'm hoping the movie surprised me. I would love to enjoy the movie. Um, I don't think this is going to be the best uh, video adaptation. I still think Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog is probably one of the best movie to video game or video game to movie adaptation so far. Um, 
I don't know if Detective Pikachu counts. Because uh, well, I don't think there was a Detective Pikachu game. It might have been a cartoon or something. But I don't know if they had a game of that specific story. So I don't know if that counts. Sonic the Hedgehog. That counts. And, uh, it was great. And the part two is coming with Tails and Knuckles. And they're already starting part three. Which is, I guess, just a Knuckles movie? I, I don't know. <clears throat> the point is... Video game movies... For some reason, they're just hard to make. Even though the source material is so detailed. You're taking a 20-hour game with so much backstory and detail you can't figure out how to make a two-hour movie look good uh, it's frustrating but that being said i'll see it for myself um and I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on it when i do but uh i just wanted you to be aware of that the audience appears to be uh, enjoying the film. The critics are bombing the hell out of it. So uh, just be prepared. You may or may not like it, as every movie, but just be prepared. That's all. Uh, Cuphead recently, I think this week, uh, came out with the, the cartoon on Netflix. And um, it looks pretty cool. I love the art style. It's very old school. Just like, you know, how the game is. The game is very old school. Uh, I will definitely be checking this out. It seems interesting to me. And it's getting uh, an 87 on Metacritic. Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Um, it's scoring very high. So this is definitely something to check out. It's cool. I love the art style. Um, but yeah, it's scoring pretty high. So if you're a fan of Cuphead, definitely check it out. It is on Netflix. It's out now. So I'll probably end entertainment with uh, the Kanye thing that came out. Um, apparently, Netflix normally doesn't do weekly releases but um they're doing it for this kanye documentary it's a it's a three-part trilogy the part one is an hour and a half so i'm assuming part two and three are also an hour and a half long maybe um is anybody watching that like, let me know in the comments. Are you watching Kanye's trilogy? It's basically his origin story. Um, like, I'm kind of curious because old school Kanye was the best Kanye. So maybe part one and two is probably awesome. And if part three is current Kanye, it's going to suck, in my opinion. His music hasn't been the same. 
and uh, I don't know. But yeah, that's out on Netflix uh, part one. So if you're watching it, let us know in the comments. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of, of that as well. Uh, March, I know February, we're kind of getting to the end of February. Um, so March we have, uh, damn, I'm just drawing a blank. May is Dr. Strange. March is, um, Obi-Wan, right? Doesn't Obi-Wan come out in March? Oh, oh no, Obi-Wan's May 25th. Oh yeah, that's right. May 25th when uh, A New Hope dropped in theaters. Back in the day. Um, That's right, that's right. What's March 25th, or March 15th? Why do I have that date stuck in my head? destroyed because I can't think of it um, March has quite a bit of uh, quite a big quite uh, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of this thing and start me crazy whatever um, March has a lot of big um, releases coming so our next our next podcast is probably going to be March 5th March 5th it's gonna be every two weeks so yeah March 5th so that's um the, the first podcast of every month is where we're really gonna dive into what's coming out for the month and then we'll kind of tackle you know some topics whether in gaming or entertainment after that but our main focus is going to be what's um what's coming out for each platform what I'm most excited for and then uh, we'll also probably do like a, like a, a, a viewer Q&A, I think, like towards the end of the pod. If you guys leave hashtag, um, do hashtag ggen. Yeah, hashtag GGen podcast in the comments with the question you want answered, whether it's a gaming or movie related TV. Um, we can try and answer it on the next episode. 
So uh, make sure you do that if you want to get involved and you want to be have your question answered. Maybe I can help you. Maybe somebody else, if I have a guest, can help you. Because uh, it's not always going to be me. We'll probably have guests here and there. We might have my buddy at some point. Um, Trigon. Maybe. If I can get his uh, bum ass to join me and do a pod like we used to do back in the day. Um, and then, of course, we have all the, you know, the G-Gen. G-Gen crew and uh, whoever else we can get in here. We may surprise you. But uh, I think that's going to wrap us up. I think that's going to do it. As far as, you know, what's coming, um, entertainment and gaming, I think we are good. Now, this week for G-Gen, we have, you know, the theater room on Tuesdays. We have uh, live streams daily on Twitch from all members of the team. Um, Spartacris, myself, we'll be streaming Horizon. Um, uh, what's the name? Horizon, uh, I may throw in, you know, the, the finale of Guardians. Guardians is hard to screen, uh, stream because of uh, the music. They warn you, like, there's copyright music in this, like, heavily copyrighted music. Don't stream it. So, um, it's kind of hard. It's hard to do. I have to, like, make sure it's not recording and all this other stuff. It's whatever. So, we may see the finale in Guardians. We may not. But you will be seeing Horizon from, if not me, uh, you'll definitely see it from Sparta Chris. Um, you'll see from both of us, possibly. And uh, the one shot and the cap will be streaming Warzone. Captain's been pretty heavy on Warzone, even though he claims they hate it. He still can't stop playing it. Uh, he'll be live most nights uh, with Warzone. Uh, one shot will probably be joining him. Um, Wade Pool usually joins him when they're available. So look out for that. And uh, speaking of Wade Pool, he's got a new show coming to YouTube. Uh, you'll learn more about that uh, soon. Soon, I would think. So keep an eye out for that. Um, stay locked and loaded on all things GGen. Remember, if you want full interaction with us, join our Facebook. Not to say we don't interact on the other platforms, but we have a ton of discussions with, you know, news coming out and things like that. It's on our Facebook right away. We talk about it. We all share our thoughts with, you know, other members. So join the Facebook, get involved, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, obviously YouTube, um, hit the like button, leave us a comment below on what you thought of the podcast, um, what you thought about the topics discussed, are you excited for Forbidden West, are you enjoying it, um, who should buy Ubisoft, 
what's your theories on Doctor Strange? You know, things like that. Let's bring it, let's just wrap this baby up with more Aloy. And, uh, yeah, so leave a comment and a hashtag Ggen podcast and your question if you want us or me, uh, if it's just me, you want me to answer it towards the end of next podcast. Again, this is going to be a bi-weekly thing. And uh, the weeks that fall in the beginning of every month will be heavily focused on what's coming out for that month and, you know, what we're excited for and things like that. And then uh, we'll break down, you know, gaming and entertainment a little bit in there. But again, it'll be heavily focused on what's coming soon. And then the next one will go more into... Um, my thoughts on gaming and <clears throat> excuse me gaming movies tv everything like that we'll we'll get a little more deeper into those there so stay tuned stay tuned by the way um we're going to be uh getting our tournaments up and up and uh, running soon I think our first tournament's gonna be a 2v2 Modern Warfare 1 game fight or gunfight. So look out for that. Uh, there'll probably be, probably be um, some sort of small fee to join per team. And then uh, uh, obviously the winner will get get their cut from, from the pot. Um, we'll figure out all those details when we, uh, you know, get the tournament set up. But I think 2v2 Modern Warfare Gunfight is the first tournament we're going to be knocking out. So get your partner, start practicing, and uh, look out for that tournament. Again, you can find us Twitch at GGE Network and uh, on Twitter at GGE Network underscore, as well as Facebook. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Our next show, being that, again, it is March, we'll be focusing on what's coming out. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you guys, and um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast because uh, there's a lot more coming. So stay tuned. And uh, with that being said, that is the G-Gen Multiversal podcast episode one official. Lock it in. Stay tuned. We have Spartacus streaming later with the horizon. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Peace, everybody. <laughs>